open this doing the the fresh Prince of Bel Air thing. Yeah. yeah. Now this is a story all about how my life got twisted upside down And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there And say, how do we get my friends of a town called Bel Air? In West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground, is where I spent most of my days. Turn it up, I'm gonna put the whole band on the juice, tell people all that says. Hi, I'm Philip. I'm First, we'll have a little chat, then put on our improvers. Now it's time for next up, And we're here today with Blackout Improv. That's right. Uh, or at least three fifths of blackout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, from the beginning, from the jump. That actually wasn't even intentional. It's just that's what you guys brought to the table. Three literally, of an improv group, right? Here. Yeah, that's right. The black improv. Yeah. Oh. So, so that's that's how we started. So, <laughs> if you would, could you introduce yourselves and maybe mention who didn't make it? So we had to start off with that joke. <laughs> sure, I'm Joy Dolo. I'm the woman of the group, um, and uh, the two guys that couldn't join us today are Andy Hillbrands and. John Gibertatios. <laughs> I always have to do the pause because his last name is from like yeah. 1768. <laughs> say it. John G. John G. John G. John G. That's what. That's. I just always say G. I never even try. Don't even try. Yeah. yeah. J G. Yeah. J G. Um. I'm Corey the Quest Pullum. Uh, I'm also part of Blackout. I'm Alce Bruno. I'm the uh, shortest one. Yeah. <laughs> My official title. Alce the shortest. Like, what he lacks in height, he makes up for in spunk. Mm. Spunk. Yep. He's got a lot of spunk. Mm-hmm. Spunky. Yeah. He's the spunkiest guy. I, I got it in the form of hips. <laughs> Lips, quips, rhyming. I'm done. I'm done with All right. <laughs> and, uh, and as always, I'm joined today by... Uh, Philip Simondet, the spunky one of Next at Bat. (laughs) (laughs) But in the gross way. (laughs) (laughs) And on these microphones. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't touching them. (laughs) And your host, as always, is. Uh, Matt McLeod, the. um, I I, I don't know. What am I, Philip? Well, if I'm the spunkiest, you would be the. Driest? Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there it is. This is how we're starting. This is a good blend. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're right. just like Ferrari McSpeedy with our uh, timing <laughs> yeah, and yeah. wit. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right. So, uh, Blackout Improv has been around for about nine months. Does that sound correct? Yeah, what did yeah. we do our first show? Was It'll last be year, like, a like year in... Well, we started our very first show in September. We came together right. in August, but mm-hmm. our very first show was in September. And then I think you came on in October, mm-hmm. I believe. Was your pointing, to Joy Dolo. And pa- pointing to Joy, Joy Dolo. Um, the, the, as she pointed out, the woman of they the They realized there's too much manpower going on. Yeah. Needs to smooth that too out. Too spunky. To <laughs> uh, it's too spunky. It's too spunky. <laughs> too much spunk in there. <laughs> uh, no, but it, yeah, it'll be a year in... Um, September, which is crazy because it's, it just feels like we've kind of been there. We've been, it feels yeah. like we've been around, it does. around for a little while, but yeah. it really hasn't even been a year. Um, it's barely been half a year. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And what what I noticed 
first about Blackout Improv was that you guys had an incredible marketing campaign. Mm. Uh, I mean, I was it, I was more excited to come see your guys' show yeah. than I've ever been to go see a show that I, I had no idea what the fuck it was about. <laughs> yeah. uh, because of the the campaign that you guys had had run on social media yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah so talk a little bit about like th- there had to have been some thought put into that and definitely. and yeah, what was the yeah, brainchild definitely. and then we can talk about like what you guys do and all that stuff in a bit but well i think part of it too because i met Corey probably two years before yeah. we actually started blackout mm-hmm. uh because not only is Corey an improviser uh he's also a playwright director actor improviser like everything singer singer he does mm-hmm. everything um but uh, i saw one of his plays and we got to talking because i think that was right around was it eric gardner yeah. and, and uh like, jazzy jeff impersonator and jazzy jeff impersonator but we were just talking about just situations in the community and we're talking about how we can bring people together and what kind of platform that we have yeah in the twin cities um and we i think we talked a little bit about improv because i think mm-hmm. you, you've always been doing yeah. it for a while Corey. well i mean for not i was taking classes at the time that mm-hmm. we were talking and, and i was saying that I wanted to take what I learned at the time and, and just start trying to make a group happen. So. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then, like, two years later, mm-hmm. we got to, he said, I'm going to start a group. I'm just going to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. And uh, and uh, we had a meeting, and we got together with some other uh, people of color in the Twin Cities because there isn't that much representation in the improv world here. No, it's there's not. white, male, 30-year-old or so, <laughs> beards, mm-hmm. flannel. <laughs> uh, quick sidebar, Philip. Uh, <laughs> Philip, how, how old are you? I'm um, 32. Okay. How, old, how old are you? 39. Is that a beard? Yeah, it's a beard I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> what kind of shirt are you wearing there, Phil? That's a I'd call it a flannel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. Sidebar over. Yes. Yeah. It's not that all the white 30-year-old flannel folks are awful. No, no they're, they're actually all really the same good. look. Right. And similar experience. It's like it's going to Cold Stone and only getting birthday flavor Every time. <laughs> you know, it's good. It's right. really good. But, you get but sometimes you got to get a little marshmallow. Can I get there, a peanut? Know? Can I get a peanut? Can I have a little pecan Can one I, time? Please. Thank you. Gosh. Caramel is awfully tasty. Caramel you know. is tasty and spunky, and I want it <laughs> all over my mouth. <laughs> but I got confetti in my teeth. <laughs> Thanks, flannel. <laughs> Wow. A really good description of the improv world in the twenties. So, so yeah, so we we got together. We we're trying to figure out how we can get us there, and so we we gathered uh, together not only a few actors, but uh, we got the stand-up comedian John. Uh, we have uh, writers and people from Brave New Workshop, which is also yeah. in town. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to, to kind of circle back to the the, the marketing and all yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. um, I think that the reason we wanted to have it on such a high level uh, is because we felt a certain uh, responsibility to not only ourselves as artists but to the community mm-hmm. and because there's just nothing like this mm-hmm. in the community yeah. or really in the Midwest much at all and so yeah. I feel like we wanted everything from not only our show but the way we market ourselves to be a, of a high quality uh, I feel like I want to give a big shout out to uh, Alvan uh, Washington mm-hmm. uh, he was a huge part of the beginning part of the marketing because I told him basically what I want to do like play with the, the you know the word game of blackouts so have it all you know no lights pretty much and have it all dark um, to kind of go with the thing and have the yellow to kind of pop and I told him that he was like uh, all right and 
you know, it happened. It, man, it, it came out way, way cooler than so cool. I, I imagined I it would be. I never looked as good as I do in those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we all look like a doper, like, version of ourselves. <laughs> Mine is just a picture of Beyonce. <laughs> 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 yeah, and so a huge, a, a huge shout out to Alvan because he's mm-hmm. amazing and he really helped us out there. And, um, and even with the video content as well, I mean, he helped out with that as well, the pictures and with the, the video stuff and so, um, yeah, we just wanted to do it at a high level, like everything that we tried and coordinate to do. it well, yeah, and, co- right? yeah, and, and like make it so that people do get excited. So, like, because yeah. I mean, like you said, right? It was it wasn't just that you saw something and then there was a long gestational period. It was like right, right at once we have five things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're hitting you in five areas. Exactly. There's a website and there's a little picture of a chair. Only this, the room got darker. Right? Exactly right. And and it stays both mysterious mm-hmm. and like tells exactly. you that there's gonna be black folks. Exactly that's yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know? I, 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 I have fun with that stuff. I, I have to say, like, yeah. I'm not, I, I was never, I just started producing stuff in the yeah. last, like, year and a half, two years. But I get off on, like, trying to figure out what's the perfect way to market something, what's the perfect way to, like, timing and all that stuff. Yeah. I really, like, I have a lot of fun with that because mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's something to the culture of, like, for example, like, Late Night Minneapolis, yeah. like, with Joe Rap. I yeah. thought that, that was so brilliant the way they pulled all that off. Yes. Like, it was such Absolutely. a Absolutely clean just everything is like you, you're getting new content you're getting videos like mm-hmm. exactly that's how you know i love that stuff and i see that stuff and i get inspired by that stuff lady friend too lady friend for president is mm-hmm. also doing stuff like that like mm-hmm. i like everyone's kind of having this light bulb moment of like oh like like there's really no rules to how we can do this and right like i, I feel like everyone's just stepping the game up and I, I just i'm excited to i think we're all excited to be a part of that culture that's pushing like Minnesota comedy for it it feels like right mm-hmm. now and yeah. same thing with Boy Kisses comedy like yeah. I mean oh, just a yeah. lot of people are really stepping it up right now we're gonna have to do the next best thing nude calendars <laughs> nude calendars <Yeah. laughs> full Monty this Bottoms tip only. today <laughs> Monty the full Raul the full Raheem <laughs> the full Raheem <laughs> <laughs> the <bukkake> tsunami <laughs> <laughs> Can I be involved in that? That's it. <laughs> With so, the spunkiest members of. As long as you leave that plaid shirt at home. <laughs> Bring the shirt. <laughs> we need to clean ourselves. The oh, room man. just got a little bit messier. Yeah, right? oh, His is called confetti. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you could uh, explain a little bit what. Yeah, okay. If somebody has never seen a blackout show, what would they expect uh, sitting down in a seat and watching one? So if you never came to a blackout show, what you should expect is to be a part of the show. Yeah. Right? That's that's the, the idea actually is to be a full on dialogue, right? So um uh so I guess a, pragmatically, the structure of the show, mm-hmm. um, which we've been playing with to to make as perfect as it is now. Which is currently perfect. It's pretty uh, good. It's pretty good. Um, and we will continue making perfect. Uh, but it starts off with uh, the Make It Plain section where um, Joy Dolo and John Gebertatios come together and uh, read off some headlines. Yeah. And then give their take on those headlines. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is amazing. And then, uh, you know, and it's, 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 you know, two news anchors, right, sitting in the audience. Mm-hmm. Kind of, um, it's kind of news anchors, but it's kind of just like, like, you know, when you're at your grandma's house on Sunday and you're just shooting the shit. Right. It's yes. more like that, but we're shooting the shit with the audience. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's the first section. The second yeah. section is uh, Andy's Corner, where right. he uh, writes up uh, some whatever is going on in the news, the biggest thing. Yeah. And, yeah. <clears throat> Imagine yeah. Like, a, like a late night show, and it's like the opening monologue. It kind of has that feeling to it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's about five to ten minutes. It's basically like uh, something that he writes over, like, you know, f- how long f- it was from the previous show. And uh, it's just like a extended monologue, and it's pretty funny. Yeah, so the first quarter of the show is pretty much pre-written. So I, I would say it, it kind of borderline sketchy mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, we go into the improv, and the first thing we do is the take them to church section. Uh, we have two lovely guys here, Corey <laughs> mm-hmm. and Alsay, who play the deacon and the pastor. <laughs> and uh, they take either audience suggestions or uh, something that they're feeling in the spirit that day, mm-hmm. and uh, we take them to church. We have a grand old church ceremony <laughs> with all the hallelujahs and all of the amen. And it's a wedding. Sometimes a song here. If you're and trying there. to get married, yeah. Corey and I are ordained. Yeah. We'll marry you at the show. <laughs> Someone's gonna show up. And then up. we end with uh, we end with uh, our favorite section called the swag hat. Yeah. And so basically, what this is is when the audience comes in, we have them write uh, ideas, opinions, sure. questions Anything. on a piece of paper, and we put it in our swag hat. Like um, examples would be. Um, R. Kelly and you know his affairs, jeggings, respect, and Birdman, the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, cultural oh. appropriation, and or black football players. Oh, yes. <laughs> we get that white football players, <laughs> white privilege. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. you know, J. C. Penny, like anything. Obama. Yeah. Obama. We get a lot of. So, Obama. so what if Donald it, Trump was black? It could. Yo, it could be know. race related, or it could be just. General culture, just or whatever. General, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. to be honest, it really is supposed to, it really is supposed to be an actual dialogue. So mm-hmm. some folks, and you can tell the the thought process behind it because sometimes people are like, "What do I want to ask a black person?" Yeah, right? that mm-hmm. I don't feel safe asking anytime. Yeah, why tell is me, y'all's hair different? Tell me about white women. Tell yeah. me about white yeah. women. Oh, man, that was had, in the first one, right? In one of the first ones, we talked about white yeah. women and white yeah. girls. It was and good. It was really it was good lit. because it's not only that you know we are we are black people, but we are black people with opinions about yeah. things. Right, and, and, and it's, it was we we had a really good. Yeah. conversation it was, it was just folks yeah. for sure it yeah. was really fun yeah and that's the thing is like, and sometimes we'll get like really tense topics like you know things like you know Eric Gardner or Trayvon Martin and things we, like that and you can't flee from that stuff right. because while it is a comedy show like we also have a responsibility to to our show to be true and yeah. so mm-hmm. the first time all I, that stuff the first time I felt like the show uh, being perfectly frank with everybody now uh, the first time I, I, I was like this is alright I'm gonna be here right like I'm gonna I'm gonna stick around was um uh uh what's his name? Jamar Clark. <clears throat> Jamar Clark. The Jamar Clark shooting happened um, the week of our show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we were at we were we don't often rehearse. Uh, spoiler alert. But <laughs> we were at one of our few rehearsals, and uh, that was a headline we pulled up, and it was like, whoa. Like we right? we have to talk about yeah. this. And uh, and yeah. And so like five days later, you know, we had a show, and oh, and then also the the two days before the Jamar Clark shooting. Was the um, the 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 terrorist strikes in in, in France? Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, also that same day, right? Things happened in Benin, and things happened. So just like it was just crazy week. intense. So when we had the swag hat section, right? Those were the things that were in the hat, right? It was you know, we and we did. We went in talking about Jamar Clark's shooting and and the 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 sitting outside of the fourth precinct and. Um, and caring about what's happening across the world, and you know, can't, not caring about what's happening in Africa, and you know, like it was and yeah, just to just to say too, I don't know if I actually day. said this, but after after the things are in the hat, we pull them out, we talk about it, and then we do improv based on yeah, that. Right. So after we pulled these things out, we had to do some improv mm-hmm. based on these really yeah. intense topics. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it really was really truly trusting uh-huh. each other and just jumping into these scenes and just. 
but you know, and that's the thing too. And, and it's I'm glad you said that's like, like trusting each other. Like I feel like if I had to do that with anybody, like especially with other black bodies on stage, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like it's just a very real thing of like I feel the most comfortable doing improv with blackout out of all of the people in, in groups that I do improv with because especially when things like that are the suggest the suggestion, mm-hmm. I don't really have to like kind of um, censor or filter like what is like off limits what's cool what's not cool mm-hmm. what if someone says something to me am i gonna feel really offended by that like there's really no like cage into what can happen on stage right. and i feel like that's one of the best shows we ever had honestly because the audience too it was afterwards like man that show was like it was you know not everything was always funny because of the super heavy subject matter but people really mm-hmm. appreciated us tackling things uh, a bit more seriously than yeah. usual well i remember the like i did sound for you guys for a show and uh and i remember after that show there were people still hanging around and i overheard them saying things like yeah they're so funny but i love it when they go real Mm. Uh, yeah 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 it's it's, it's cathartic in a way because you don't get to especially talking i mean people don't a lot of people have a lot of black friends around here so it's like they don't get that point of view all the time Mm, so if they want to know they can come to our show and find out yeah (laughs) actually my my favorite thing about um, our forum is actually the is the you know when I, when I said the, the the point of coming to the show right getting ready for to have a dialogue yeah because um, beyond like not having black friends as well as not having black friends rather not beyond um, <coughs> is that there are topics people are just afraid to talk about with people they love anyway right mm-hmm. like I don't know if we can talk about this and I'm not gonna leave it thinking you're a fucking asshole excuse me mom I'm sorry I said that but you know and so you come to blackout you write it down on a piece of paper you don't have your name on it we don't know it was you mm-hmm. right but now we are having a dialogue and you can hoot clap whatever don't boo because don't but like you know what i mean like <laughs> there is you can actually engage other people who are smart right mm-hmm. and yeah. this topic who are um who are dealing with it right who are in the same world as you yeah and and and, and ready to be here with you you know what i what i've found is uh maybe not unique about your show but you guys do it very very well is that it can flip on dime between serious and pathos and comedy yeah. and back and back yeah. and back uh and and you you five are pretty easy with each other uh and that you don't have a problem going there with each other and also if if like one of you is like hey you know what fuck you i want to keep talking about what we were just talking about i'm gonna make you go back to that Mm -hmm. right uh like you're and you're pretty comfortable with that like you don't mind having a little bit of confrontation Mm -hmm. on stage if you need to one of my favorite moments ever on stage with a blackout was it was at our mixed blood show and it was in december and joy who was our only woman in the group like we were all talking and talking and talking and she was like basically like Okay, all the men are talking over the woman again. Because uh, we were mm-hmm. talking about privilege. Yeah, it was and, ah, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know, funny story. Yeah, <laughs> being right. the only one here, and it's like, you know, you guys. When everybody gets excited, everybody yeah. starts talking, and mm-hmm. sometimes I tend to just be like, all right, you guys have a good time. Yeah. But no, I was like, you know, while we're talking about it, let's just bring it up yeah. in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. You guys tend to just kind of take yeah. over the conversation. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it was real. It was so real, and we all. It was all just like, I mean, we. It was one of those things where we all checked ourselves for a moment. And I feel like that's something that just in since that moment has gotten even better and we're aware of it. But I think if, without being comfortable with each other and trusting that it's right. not malicious or that we're trying to like make each other look bad, it's right. just right. like some real shit. And um, I think that that's one thing I can say about everyone in our group. And I think that's why I think that's why I was very 
when, when thinking about who we want involved in the group mm-hmm. and even now we're starting to think about expanding yeah. all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff like we were very particular about who's in <clears throat> because we're all very I think true to ourselves yeah not only on stage but off stage yep. and mm-hmm. so when you when you are on stage with each other like you know that if you go somewhere if you throw something something like that out it right. can go really bad really fast like if it was I feel mm-hmm. like if it was any other group like not any other group but many other groups that could have gone really badly it could have mm-hmm. been really awkward and really like yeah but right. like we're like you're right we're sorry we're yeah. sorry <laughs> it was just and it was funny and it was great and it was a real moment but we have those things all the time like I mean, we're always doing that, like in the Swag Cat section. Like, no, I want to keep talking about this, or no, we yeah. should address this, or like, what did you mean by that, and things like that. Get so. to the point. Yeah, all <laughs> that, all that, yeah. all, the time, all yeah. that. Yeah. I like think that we that, can check each other on stage. Yeah. It's really, yeah. it's great. Yeah, I think that the audience appreciates that because it, it, I mean, it really is real and authentic. I mean, actually, watching people work stuff out in a yeah appropriate way mm-hmm. is I mean it's almost like modeling like <laughs> yeah. for some people they don't know how to work shit out right yeah and right. so like watching people like work stuff out it, it, like in the way that it should be worked out amongst friends mm-hmm. yeah uh, absolutely and colleagues like I mean your colleagues yeah. too right uh, when you're up there like the you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the thing though, is that like it, it yes, we're colleagues for sure. Like we're definitely like, you know, we're we're coworkers, so to speak, technically. But at the same time, I legitimately care about these people. Yeah, of course. Like there are groups I'm a part of or whatever where it's like, yes, I like yes, we're we're cool. Don't give a friends, shit about like, them. I it's not it's not even like not even I don't give a shit about them, but like at the end of the day, you're a person that I have this yeah. thing with, right. and that's kind of where that ends. Like, Absolutely, you know, that's just reality. But when it comes to like Joy and Alice and Andy and John, like mm-hmm. I legitimately like, like I want their careers to do well. Mm-hmm. I want them to do well as people. And I'd say that since Blackout happened, in terms of like the comedy scene, like we're all separately. I mean, some of us were, were good. I mean, Andy was pretty good. Well, yeah, he won <laughs> Troika last year. You know, like, and I saw that team. It's so good. I was like, "Damn it, this team is good." But um, you know, like, but I mean, I feel like we've all kind of grown in huge ways together, and yeah. we're all figuring it out together. And I feel like we all care about each other's climb together. At least mm-hmm. I do. You know, yeah. I don't fucking care about you. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, Corey keeps talking all this love shit. I mean, <laughs> not where I am. I check y'all because you're talking too fucking much. <laughs> Give me my money and I'm out. <laughs> so, in, unless I'm mistaken, the way I understand this is, Corey, you kind of put this group together. Am I correct in that? Yes. So, the the people that are assembled, yeah, John does come from more of a stand-up background. He does have an improv background. A- a- Andy has a tremendous improv background with sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know what the fuck your background I is. I came out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I, I know that you're an activist, uh, and I have to assume you have some improv background? No? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I, a little, I one time made a group in college, and then I was like, man, we're bad, and then we stopped. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and uh, so we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah. uh, enjoy. You come from a, a scripted theater background. Mm-hmm, primarily uh, stage theater. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, as far as I know, both of you have limited. Uh, or I think, Joy, in your case, before this, you had no improv uh, Well, I started doing uh, improv with uh, the Theater of Public Policy okay. here in Minneapolis. I started doing that, I think, a year before I started doing Blackout. Okay. But okay. that is my only improv experience. <coughs> um, 
improv is always a terrifying thing as an actor. Of course. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody's like, no, I don't want to make things up. Give me a right. script. Right. Yeah. And uh, so they, you know, they invited me to do a show and they, I guess I'm pretty funny. So, uh, so <laughs> they're like, Not join the group. And I do a great Italian accent. Every show. This is all my character. Hello, everybody. The soup is a no good. <laughs> but uh yeah so that uh, that was the only experience i had was with theater public policy and then yeah. Corey got me into blackouts so. sure and so how is the how's the experience been doing so much improv uh, i mean especially based on stuff that, i mean where you're not sitting there preparing for it all of a sudden you're just like all right so we just talked about that heavy shit let's do a fucking scene let's do this you know, I think I think especially in the improv world, I'm I'm a great supporter because mm-hmm. once I see where the scene is going, I'm like, oh, I can imagine yeah. this Italian woman in this character. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine the different characters coming into the scene. So sure. I'm, very, mm-hmm. I'm very much a supporter of scenes. Okay. Um, but I really I really get attached to like the make it plain section and the writing portion of it because I okay. really like yeah. writing out the jokes, planning it, hitting the landing, and moving on. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the scene work, I don't know what's what's what about you? I'll say my process is that essentially well i I guess uh i mean how is i mean doing going from not doing improv to doing improv to doing pretty i mean you guys do fairly long scenes yeah they're very fast yeah uh so yeah Um, talk about what that experience has been like so i uh to speed through the beginning actually so i also um joined theater public policy at joy's behest Okay. And at the improv, at the improv, at the auditions for mm-hmm. theater public policy is where I first met Corey. Okay, uh, which was about a month before we <laughs> went up <laughs> on stage. So my my improv experience went from like zero to sixty. Okay, sure. Um, but to be perfectly frank um, about myself, which um, I don't really like to talk to you too often, talk mm-hmm. about too often, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. mumble a lot. But I, uh, I bullshit in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Pretty consistently, okay. like just just always ready to go where no one is going, and then sit there and see if people want to join me. If they're not, yeah, yeah. we'll hop back over, right? Sure. Um, see what so, happens. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I um, to be honest, doing improv has been, especially with this group, right, has been sort of, um, to be honest, kind of a savior, right? Okay. It's been a, a way that I can actually feel a little more uh, human, like a little bit more like I fit. Yeah. This is real. This is this this is very much. Talking about me, but here we are. Uh, oh, John, John G, and I, John Gibbs Hatchings, and I actually, um, in light of that, right? Like we were, we were at some point. So when I first came to the first blackout rehearsal that um, that worked, uh, that like we were gonna have, uh, both John Gibbs and I were like twenty to thirty minutes early. Okay. And we started talking a little bit and realized that we both had a lot of the sim- like similar, like, hey, I care about that too, and some other nonsense. And um, so from blackout, he and I spinoff created the uh, Black and Funny Improv Festival yeah. yes. out of the same need of like, hey, there are people who just don't know what improv is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who aren't exposed to it ever, right? right. Um, and he and I are both people who are like, once we get, like, once we were exposed to it, we're like, oh my God, this, this feels, I can just be, I can just be, I'm not yeah. weird, I'm not an asshole, I'm right. not going to jail right now, like mm-hmm. no yeah. one's telling me to stop always. Um, in fact, people just coming and supporting. You know? Everything I've got is Good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Like just not just value, but like yeah. in, in, inherent, not just value in, in what we bring in, but like inherent worth to us, the person. Right? Yeah. To answer your question, that transition has been sort of a seeking out more of um, well, not just what value I have, but what value we can bring to the people around us, mm-hmm. right? Like what mm-hmm. we can give to the community to build us up. So that's that's fantastic. That's awesome. Um, You're so funny, Elsie. I think every time he gets on a stage, like you just. I don't know what you do, but he has all this energy, like just mm-hmm. like this, this like 
monster ball of spunk. Tidal wave. Which, which, which is funny because Philip has the same thing. Every show. Philip has the same I gotta spot. bring three pairs of pants. <laughs> we know what's gonna happen. Don't throw in your pants. Everybody, here comes Allison. Get your trash bag suits. It's like Black Gallagher. Really sorry, Bob. You came to see some spunk? <laughs> <laughs> Take it to church, I'll say. <laughs> I didn't have my poncho on. Tell me what's. I know that happily and sadly, uh, a couple of blackout members are going to be moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, not dying, but not dying. Uh, but mo- no, literally <laughs> moving. Prepared death. Wait, it's a Viking funeral for anybody that leaves, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, and so you guys are. You, you, do, is this okay to talk about, by the way? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it is now. I mean, it's out there. So. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Yeah, no, no it's fine. Because totally totally we can cut this. No, no, no. no totally. This is fine. This okay. Is this is I will fucking cut this. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. No, it's totally, <laughs> um, totally cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, so y- y- you, uh, we talked a little bit beforehand uh, about uh, potentially adding new members. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you're going to be looking for? Sure, yeah. yeah, I would love to. First of all, it it's... It's tough to see uh, the people who are going go, and it's no secret now. Uh, I'll say and uh, and Andy are planning on uh, moving. Was a secret. Um, we'll, we'll cut that. We'll cut that. We'll cut out. There are people Scratch from it. the group leaving. <laughs> Some black people. <laughs> <laughs> who knows who? We know. We should just move <laughs> move people in and see if anybody notices. Don't say anything. <laughs> I'll say has gotten so slim <laughs> and his breasts are firmer. <laughs> So firm. Why is there an Asian woman on stage? <laughs> <laughs> Andy's looking real Asian today. Um, no, but so uh, so yeah, it, it sucks to have them go. But I mean, I we all of course support what what their uh, future endeavors are and all that. Uh, and that being said, like I mean, going back to what we were saying earlier, I mean, people who are true to themselves, people who are have very distinctive personalities, have very distinctive. Uh, ways on and off the stage mm-hmm. um you know we have the make it plain section and techno church and all that so we're looking to see people who can bring their own whatever that may be yeah you know when we talked about what we want to do and what kind of sections we want to have like people you know who have you know andy really likes being able to sit and write and yeah. do a monologue and that be his thing and you know joy and john enjoy doing the headlines and me and Alsa are ridiculous human beings, so we like to take him to church. And you know, so like, you what do you do? That is your thing. What is different? What is you know? What are you passionate about? Yeah. Right. If you want to do characters that drop mixtapes every weekend, cool, do that. Oh, yeah. Oh why? Gosh. By the way, why haven't we? Why done haven't that? we done uh, that? So that's actually what I was we're looking for. Like nineteen yeah. bars on the way here today. <laughs> Hickory Dock. Check out my socks. Yo, yo, socks are cool uh, because uh, you uh, need them in a pool. <laughs> then you have to uh, find the pool. And near your neighbor. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do that second. Argyle. Argyle. <laughs> yeah. Last time I checked, Joey, you actually do like freestyling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I do on the weekends. Sometimes. <laughs> In my bathroom alone with my cats. <laughs> Matt, how do you... Uh... I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Philip, drop a beat. Go. Bang, bang, bang. There it is. Bang, you are fired bang, from dropping beats forever, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> no, we're looking for that. Baseline, base level. <laughs> Foundational beats. Bang, bang, bang. That's all it was. Bang. Gunshot. Bang. Gunshot. Ow. Gunshot. That's the passive aggressive gunshot. No, he, 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 was, he was doing the St. Paul beat. That's it. <laughs> 
37, 37 bad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, and, and also more specifically more specifically too, like we have four dudes in the group right now with like one woman. And so like we're trying to diversify ourselves in that as well. Like if we can add more um women to the team, if we can Absolutely. add people who are transgender, gay, all that. We're trying to just mix it up completely. Mm-hmm. Like we want yeah. every single all perspective. Points of views and are important, exactly. Right? It's important. Yeah. Like it, there's it's it's just a crucial time to have every single point of view right. at, at the forefront. And, and so we're trying to have all that. And that's not to say that whoever comes is going to own the gay voice, right? Right. Yeah. Like, right. Hey, transgender Bill, tell us more about you know, yeah. bathrooms. It's like that's not what we're gonna do. We right. definitely do. Like, I mean, to your point, right? We want everyone to be represented mm-hmm. on stage um, and to make a safe space, like Fair Play MN is doing, right? Like, we want to make the safe By space. The way, for explain everybody. what that is because it's very important. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, oh, right. Because so you're not because yeah. everybody across the world. Yeah. Um, well, world, uh, Fair Play MN. I'm not their spokesperson. Um, so first off, just look them up. On uh, look a Google search actually I looked at Google the other day and they came up so that was great but they are a uh, trans femme woman group uh, who is actively working to make the improv scene the comedy scene in the Twin Cities more not just not only more equitable but safe right so that everyone is held accountable and um, that we intentionally are making this 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 scene. Uh, place where everybody feels safe mm-hmm. um, and accounted for and accountable and and listened to and represented and mm-hmm. they're just they're the best they're, they're amazing they're, so. they're really addressing a lot of really important issues in terms of um, like uh, assault assault, assault yeah. in the comedy community and rape in the comedy community right. and just, just I just unfortunately have heard way too many stories of right. people that I love friends that I know right. who have had you know men show them their genitals right. unwarranted and right. mm-hmm. you know hitting on them before going on stage and filling yeah. them up on stage and right. that not being okay and right. all that kind of stuff and how to so. be a good advocate how to yeah, be there yeah. like if exactly. somebody sees something this is often a thing where it's like someone's like oh well I thought I kind of saw X and Y happening but I didn't know what to do right mm-hmm. yeah. like this is going to change that culture so that uh-huh. you don't not know what to do, right? So that there is an immediate impulse to do something mm-hmm. uh, and tell someone so that whatever is happening can stop happening. Sure. That's yeah. Yeah. which is, I mean, the, to to bring it back around, like that. The our hope, right? The 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 the, the dream of blackout being created is that there's a safe space for everyone to come and play and talk and be mm-hmm. uh, human together. Mm-hmm. You know? so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not to just like <laughs> take out like a whole whatever to talk about, but I think that's something very important that yeah. they're doing. It's really cool that they're doing it. So, um, but anyway, so just to kind of conclude on that, on that note, like we're, we're looking to basically uh, have people that will bring a very specific and, um, and uh, just different and varied perspective than, than we have mm-hmm. uh, just so that we can continue to hit on all cylinders because we want to make sure that everyone is spoken for and that every everyone at the table has a, has a voice. Um, and also, like we plan to do a whole lot more in terms of content and all that, and videos and all that. So right. writers, dancers. directors, dancers, everybody. Like yeah. we're trying to really open up the gates to what we are and who we are as an entity and what we're trying to accomplish for the community in yeah. Minnesota. Musicians galore too. Oh yeah. Uh, Whatever art you got, even if you think you're not mm-hmm. a great artist, if you want to be out there with us, just come and give us a reason why and it'll probably be a good reason. Just come shoot the shit. Come, come shoot the out. shit. Hang out. Chew the fat. Oh, we're gonna have some fat. Eat <laughs> yeah. the dog. Cookies. I don't know if that's a saying it is now. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Michael Vick. Love the dog. Come love the dog. Shoot the shit. Chew the fat. Come ride the pony. 
Well, now's the time of the show where I throw the microphone over to Philip Simmons for a brand new segment that we call Philip's Corner. It's Philip's Corner. It's time for Philip's Corner. Philip's going to his corner where you're going to what to do. Bang. 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 That was great, you guys. Was Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, you can just record that. Keep it for all of y'all future shows. You got it. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Philip's Corner. Uh, so we here at Nexabat have also agreed that everyone at the table should have a voice. So this is when I get to talk. <laughs> Unfortunately, what we have found is in this one particular case, that's not always a good idea. <laughs> So what I'm going to do is go around one by one. I'm going to make intense eye contact and then ask you a question that comes to mind. And then you're going to answer it brilliantly. Done. Oh. All right. All right. We'll start over here. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'll say. Yeah. So quiet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How yeah, yeah. comfortable are benches? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, short ones are the best. Cause they're like short benches, short benches, that? like the ones that like you, like you, you can't really lay down on them. So they force you to be a little bit more productive, but they're still benches. So it's like a little couch, like a little wooden, easy. We're talking about wooden. Oh shit. Well, wood is I more comfortable than say stone. a metal bench or, or metal. A stone. Yeah. So wood for comfort is why it has to be wood. Are <laughs> we talking about what? Are, let's <laughs> specify what type of benches we're talking about. What type of bench? I'm talking. So I'm talking about um, the benches that like so they got arm parts on them. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that again, they prevent laying down. I have a tendency to like to lay down on benches and sleep because of my upbringing. What uh, does that mean? <laughs> what does what that? What the hell sorry. does that mean? Uh, sorry, I don't know. Everyone doesn't know this. Uh, black people love sleeping on benches. Is what I'm trying to say. No, no, no. See, obviously, that's how, that's the first. Uh, people think the paper bag test. I don't know if you heard a paper bag test before. Paper bag test. Fun fact. Super racist. Uh, it's you hold a paper bag up next to somebody. And uh, if they are lighter than that paper bag, uh, then they are not considered black. That's a it's an outmoded rule. A, oh, jeez. But it's a thing. Yeah, Andy and I were talking about it at the Carlton show, actually. Oh, um, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It's a very, very, um, it's sort of the same sort of thing as like phrenology, right? Feeling the lumps on your head. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh, I can tell that you're manic because you have a ear lump, whatever the fuck. Paper <laughs> yeah. bag test is the same sort of thing because who fucking cares? Um, first off. So that was all lies. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> benches, for me, um, remind me of my uh, grandparents. They had uh, two swinging benches on uh, their front porch. Oh, one nice. was metal. One was uh, wood. Yeah. One was The wood one was uh, made of very cheap wood and hung on some very cheap chains. <laughs> and um, I was a very fat grandson. And uh, my favorite thing to do was sit on the metal one so that no one would die. Mm. But uh, <laughs> very often people would sit on the metal one and then I'd have to go sit on the wood one and just hope to God it and kill someone by swinging uh, 450 pounds of baby uh, <laughs> 60 miles an hour at the front door. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I came in like a 
<laughs> Grandma, just just a tear a pair of smoking orthopedic kids. <laughs> Peach cobbler everywhere. Peach cobbler. Uh, that's it. Cool. So I like the swinging ones and the shorter ones so that I can be more uh, sit upy. Because if I lay down and I'm fat and I'm swinging fast, I'm gonna fly off. Great, <laughs> great. Is. Thank you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Should we clap? What are, what are the rules of the corner? There's we... no rules. Thank me. Thank me. Yeah. Snap, we should snap. Yeah. A little more, a little less aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey. Yes. Oh, shit. Do you own, own any clothes with snaps on them? Do I own any clothes with snaps on them? Your options are probably jackets and maybe uh, pants. I, I have. That's a, <laughs> shirts. There's some shoes that have snaps. Uh, I, sure. I about to say I have I feel like a pair of shoes that have a snap. Snaps? Like I like I not anymore. Like I used to have them. Do they have the little pocket? They didn't have a pocket. They didn't have a pocket. <laughs> you I like put how you a showed me what a pocket was. Like, I don't know what a it was space work. <laughs> and I admire the space work. I've never seen a pocket before. Um, <laughs> uh, I've, I've got pants right now that, uh, not that I'm wearing right now, but in my closet that have snaps on them. I also have a jacket, a blue jean jacket that has, I think, a mm. snap on mm-hmm. it somewhere, like on like an inner pocket. Um, oh, you do have pockets. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Didn't have a word for them until right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that that's shit is. Those, uh, All these weird holes on my nose. Oh, oh, hand, yeah. hand. Yeah. Clothes holes. Clothes holes. I've been calling them object bags for days. <laughs> oh, I grabbed my phone out of my clothes hole. Yeah. <laughs> Check his clothes holes. Uh, you hide something. Honey, can you grab my phone? It's in my clothes hole. <laughs> Hilarious. Can you get my wallet out of my jean cave? <laughs> <laughs> jean cave is the winner. There it is. Jean cave is the winner. <laughs> Check my jean caves. Um, uh, but yes, yes. So to answer your question, yes, I do have clothes with snaps on them. Uh, not a ton, but I do have some. Sure. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Why, why are you clapping? It's so I aggressive. Didn't, you didn't say there was... Oh, fuck. <laughs> you I'm decided... A, I'm an aggressive happen. lady. <laughs> <laughs> aggressive fuck tendencies. Gene caves. <laughs> Am I going to get like a really intense question now? Well, now that I know Mass that you're aggressive. <laughs> Joy. Philip. Holly winked at me. Did I? I don't know that I did. You slightly winked at me, which is cool. I'm married, I, though. I, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your wedding. My wedding, you guys, it was immaculate. So, first, we we decided that we didn't want to have like a bullshit wedding. Like, oh, let's go to a church and invite everyone that we've ever met in our lives. Because who's got money for that, right? So we we decided to just have our family go to the courthouse and meet up with this lady, this judge. And she just met us there and married us. Side note, she was adorable. She looked like the mom from Family Ties. And and, and she had like these heels on that were just like not appropriate for marriage. (laughs) And um, so she married us there. And we did all the ceremony things. My parents signed and his parents signed. And it was really cute. And it's crazy. Is anybody married here? Are you married? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, like, when when you're saying your vowels, it's so, like, it's kind of like an out-of-body thing. Because it's, like, you see it all the time. And it's, like, something that you look forward to. But I was, like, at that moment, I was, like, I, I couldn't find the voice. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, I was, mm-hmm. like, I, Joy, I take you. And it became like this really deep, like Fabio romantic, weird voice thing. Like, yeah. I have to be a lover. I will be your wife. Sickness and hell. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, so we did that. And then the next day, we had kind of a potlucky kind of wedding. Like, we yeah. got like five or six boxes of wine. Ooh. We set it up in my friend's backyard. We put uh-huh. a bottle of Bacardi somewhere. And, um, <laughs> We had everybody come. Me and my husband Graham said some really nice things to each other, and it was beautiful. We cried. Ceremony was probably like two minutes, and then we just drank, yes. and danced, yeah. and I just talked that's to people. It was like a party, like nice. a backyard party. That's, yeah, yeah, and, that's, yeah. and we spent like less than two grand. I think we had people bring like sandwiches and oh, salads, awesome. and that's we had great. like this guy like bring us euros. I don't know who he was actually. We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he was just walking by. Yeah, he was just hey, like, "You guys want some euros? You got, I got some lamb meat right here. <laughs> <laughs> I got pork chops in the car." <laughs> I got the salad with cucumbers. Uh, hey, do, do you do you have any pita holes? <laughs> pita caves. Do you have a pita cave I can put this in? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was great. And then afterwards, we had like an after party. And like, we had, like 20 of us went and got a hotel. <laughs> we ordered Domino's because I guess the gear was We got more money left. Yeah. <laughs> like, this Let's get some shitty Domino's. Five nine nine a piece. I want 37 pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> so we had pizza and champagne, and it was magical. Oh, pizza yeah. champagne sounds glorious. It was right so yeah. cool. It was so cool. But I mean, like you hear about weddings, and this culture puts so much emphasis yeah. on like I it's know. the most important day of your life. Right. Yeah. Spend five thousand dollars on your suit and on oh, your dress yeah, and on your yeah, yeah. horse that you're gonna ride into the sunset. <laughs> you know, I think we got into a Kia Spectra. <laughs> and we went. And it's got thirty-seven horses in it. 37 horsepowers in. Got pizzas all for each one. Downtown Brooklyn Park. (laughs) Hotels are cheap there. Animal Planet. Right. It was really, really fun. Honeymoon for the ages. That's the best way to do it. Like, do what I feel like fits you and your personality. Yes. Like, there are some Mm -hmm. people who don't do that at all and just go for the biggest, splashes, whatever, because we feel like as a culture, that's what we're supposed to do. And that's what love is. Yeah. Yeah. Think that's what love is. Exactly. And it's like that's not what it is at all. Like I can remember the day that we had, or I can remember another type of day, but it's mm-hmm. still all about that moment and mm-hmm. being with that person and having everybody recognize that this mm-hmm. is the person that you're going to be with. You guys, I'm so fucking deep. And, uh, <laughs> and and whatever you want to surround yourself, however you want to do that is your way to do it. I mean, I have friends that spend thousands of dollars on this stuff and they're still in debt right. from their wedding. Right. It's like, we you got were, a life to live. We now. had a yeah. fucking vacation. We paid off our credit cards. Like, we did everything with our money. Like, screw that. Now right. we're ready to go. Yeah. Ready to Joy is dropping knowledge. Right ready to go yes. to Menards. Shit. <laughs> you guys, if you haven't been to Menards, Menards, if you're looking for a spokesperson, <laughs> they got peanuts. Save they big money at Menards. All right. And so if you haven't been to, <laughs> if you haven't been to Menards yet, uh-huh. they have not only is it great for marriage, because once I got married, I realized that Menards is not like this horrible cesspool of old people. Like no. once, once you get to a certain age, Menards is like Mall of America. Yeah. yeah. And you go there and there's hoses mm-hmm. and flowers and dirt that you can buy. What? And like different kinds yeah. of dirt though. There was like There's a lot of dirt. different kinds of and dirt. Yeah. And yeah, okay. and there's some for vegetables, like yeah. certain kinds of dirt with little cotton balls in it. And then you can get all the kinds of hostas and like different kinds of plants that you can plant and shade. Yeah. I Not built a patio is. just off of shit from Menards. Just a, you uh, built just a with patio? Dirt? Yeah, it's out back. We're going to have to look at that. Yeah, podcast. yeah we could <laughs> podcast in the patio, man. What? Yeah. What? It's, it's Thank you, Menards. Though. Have you guys been to, you guys been to Menards? I love Menards. Yes. I'm yeah, going to go Menards my favorite to get place. mouse it murdering it's, equipment. It's because you get that. What did you say? I go to Menards. So I, I mainly go to Menards for mouse murdering equipment. Oh, to murder the mice. Yeah. Mice don't need to be here. So I go to Menards. That's really offensive to me. Here's the thing. 
fuck you and your mice. <laughs> Not really you, because you're married. But, but, but fuck what, have, mice. what have mice? What have mice done to you? Here, uh, they just are around. Here's the worst part about mice. Whenever you think they're not around is usually when they're most around. Mm. You ever think mm-hmm. about that? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. deep. Yeah. Actually, oh, wait, you know, can we, can we snap for my section first? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. And that has been <laughs> Philip's Corner. Is <laughs> 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 that a real nice segue? Yes. <laughs> a little Sorry, flourish. as soon as, as soon as we clap for it, oh, like no, it's no, done. No, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't clear of the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There are no sorry. rules, but yeah. we follow them very strictly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to do some improv? Yeah. Next step, Pats! Swag it! Swag it! so hard. So the very first topic kind of actually frustrates me. It's The very first topic is Prince, but not Prince just because it's Prince, because I love Prince, but of how he died and was a drug overdose and all this kind of stuff. Uh, that bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Here's from Jump Street what I hate about this. First of all, can the body get, like, cold first? Can we, like, first just let, just to keep taking, like, more than a week? Because this didn't start just today. This started, like, days ago. Yeah, it was, like, two or three days after. Not even a week after he's gone to start, like, what was it, drugs? And was it suicidal and blah, blah, blah? How about let's respect him, first of all, him, mm-hmm. his family, his friends, all these people who are grieving for this person and don't want to think about all that right now. Like, I feel like we're so quick to be like, well, how crooked was Prince and how blah, blah, blah. It's like, let's just like yeah. chill. Well, and thinking negatively of anything, not only Prince, but of black people is right. like something that the media goes right for. Like what drugs was he on? What prescription right. was he on? Right. Beyonce, mm-hmm. oh, her family's falling apart because right. she just mm-hmm. dropped a lemonade album. She's yeah. definitely talking about her family. Right. Like, why can't she just put something out? Why can't the yeah. man just die naturally and like, let it, like, let him, yeah. let him be. Or if you're trying to find out why he died, just shut the fuck up till you're done. Because right? yeah. none of it's... Prince died of a weed overdose while <laughs> high on heroin and fucking a goat. Like, it's not... Someone knows anything. It's Everyone's like, well, was it Percocet? Did he have... Was he sweating heroin? Like, it's all questions. Yeah. So many questions. That are spurring, like... You know, it's, 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 uh, it's fear-mongering, right? Yeah. It's just the same sort of like, oh, man, we should really talk about the possibility that, you know, Prince was weird. I mean, he he was different, yeah. and he didn't talk to us very often. He was probably high on boy penis. Did you know that he looked like Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson was probably a pedophile? And speaking of Michael Jackson, yeah. Joe Jackson beat children. And speaking yeah. of Joe Jackson, you know, it just exactly. dwindles into everyone's yeah. trying to trend, and yeah. it's it's one of the things that I love and hate about our times right now. Mm. Like everyone has the accessibility to make something happen for themselves, which is awesome. Like I mean, our friend John G. Like he but, he does a lot. In terms of um, Periscope, he has something called the the uh, John, John and Aurora, uh, Aurora, show. Aurora show, which is cool, and they they do live streams every Friday, like things like that. Like everyone has the ability in their hand with their phone to create something, which is awesome. But at the same time, everyone can hashtag whatever they want. Everyone can throw out. It's like everyone is trying to say whatever nonsense it takes to be like noticed or given 15 seconds of like or whatever or or 100 200 retweets sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. everybody wants to be the person who says well well i heard he had aids well i heard that it was right. like painkillers well i heard it was it's like right. how about we respect prince 
mm-hmm. because it pisses me off. Like I hate it. Like as soon as I saw that was, I was like, oh god. Like I was just talking about this the other day, and it really frustrates me because we do this all the time. Like same thing about when when Michael passed. It's like Michael Jackson passed away, and like the first thing everyone's talk about is like you know all the scandals and blah blah blah. And it's like yeah. yes, while I get that is a thing that is there, but this man just died. Like yeah. can we give just a day or two to just not even just disrespect that person's life. We good? You, you look like you about to say something. I mean, I was about to say something, but who 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 can't? Oh, you know, we're already here. We're talking about it. Let's move. Um, you know the the the. I mean, like that's the reality of of social media, right? Mm-hmm. When you're gonna look what's trending, you're gonna find some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And the truth of Anchorman Two. Uh, is <laughs> great segue. Is it? I mean, is is in the 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 uh, the concept and the reality uh, and the all-consuming power of sensational journalism? You know, yeah. Like, which is what Twitter is. You know, what I mean, like, it's just you go for what's gonna make people feel something, right? Bill O'Reilly's entire power is the fact that you're gonna want him to either shut up or keep going, right? Yeah. You're gonna say hallelujah, or you're gonna. T- want to change the channel but be like what else is he gonna say you know what it's eight o'clock let's put it back on this thing so we can watch this bitch say something i don't like Ooh, i hate him so much mom turn on the fox you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like it, 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 that's the whole it's not about news it's not about knowing what it is it's about yeah. preying not on the securities preying on the possibility that that prince died of rabbit kisses right yeah. like mm-hmm. and i heard this i heard something that was very true the other day that frustrated me because of how true it is the truth is nowhere near as satisfying as the lie. Oh, and yeah. we live in an age where people want to thrive off that lie so hard. <laughs> like, would, yeah. like for example, like, for example, like, with the Jay-Z, Beyonce, Solange thing, the uh, elevator yeah. situation, mm-hmm. like... This is obviously a family, uh, Jay-Z, Solange. What was the situation? It, the situation was, was... like a video camera and she was seen like going at Jay-Z, like punching and yeah, shit. And somebody holding her back. In an elevator and, and, and Jay-Z's trying to basically like have her off of him as hmm. she's like sorry sure. and hitting him. And, and the thing is, is that like no one knows, there's no audio to right. that. There's no preface to that. There's right. no after that. Like they're very like that happened and we are not talking about it again. Right. And you know, I feel like there's a time where people could say like, well, that's a family going through stuff, and like we're, you know, that's. I mean, yes, we're, maybe we're gonna talk about, it, but like, sure, sure, sure. but then everyone starts throwing like, well, I heard this and I heard right. that, and just all the most ridiculous like Blue Ivy is not their is not their child, and <laughs> right, like, right, right. It's like and her real whoa, name is Purple whoa, Ivy, and she's whoa, Prince's son. Whoa, like <laughs> I like the like I heard I saw this headline, and it was like from CNN. From CNN, yeah. like CNN like, is the biggest garbage. It's, it's getting yeah. so yeah. out of hand. Like yeah, these yeah, these yeah. news stations that like we respect or we used to respect CNN, MSNBC. Did we ever respect Fox News? But yeah. like like but like actual like on TV, like they're just <coughs> saying the most sensationalized things. Mm-hmm. Like is Blue Ivy. You know, uh, uh, Kanye West's uh, daughter instead. Dun dun dun. More on this after a car crash at nine. You know, and 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 meanwhile, things that are actually mattering in the world, like things like a hundred people dying in Africa, that we're you know just not gonna talk that we killed, or like hundreds of girls kidnapped. You know, like things that actually need some attention. Right. Don't talk about it. We don't talk about it because blue might be gray. Yeah, and a year from now, no one's gonna know what the truth was because right all of the theories are given equal weight absolutely and so looking back you're gonna just like remember a couple of possibilities yeah. and no one's gonna know the truth yeah yeah yeah. yes and quite frankly who gives a shit 
It, it, I mean, yeah. it's it's it was his life, his death. Right. Right. Like, right. it's none of our fucking business exactly. to begin with. And eggs, and at the end of the day, it's none of our fucking business. We good. We're good. We good. We good. We good. Extra, extra, read all about it. Prince, was he an alien? Who knows? <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Oh, well, uh, what are you interested in? We've got the truth. We've got the extra truth. And we've got the juiciest lie I want, possible. I want the juiciest lies possible. I want the juiciest lies possible. Here's all of my money. Take my car keys. Here's my house. Extra, extra, read all about it. Prince, actually a church mouse. <gasps> oh, Oh, Prince was a church mouse. Yeah, what, what, you know, what? I kind of knew it because his face just looked so like cheesy and mousy. He looked like he was constantly looking for his next pit of cheese. I knew it was true. I knew I'm gonna put it on my Facebook. I knew it the whole time. All of you people that enjoy Prince, look, he was a church mouse. <laughs> That'll show you all lives matter. <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Prince, actually, a white Russian, not a person, I a drink. It. I knew it. He tasted milky. I licked his face once. He tasted like a milky man. Uh, is that Paisley Park Dan? Ladies and gentlemen, we have Paisley Park Dan, oh, wow. the man himself. He has lived in Paisley Park for the last 16 years. Tell us yep. more about your story, Paisley yep. Park Dan. I've lived in Paisley Park for 16 years. Mm-hmm. I've been a resident of Chanhassen, Minnesota for well over 75. And I met Prince once and I licked his face. He encouraged it, actually. Yeah. Whoa, he whoa. looked at me and he said, do it. And I knew exactly what that meant. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you guys. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your news, but I just, I, I've been, I'm sorry, it's ever since Prince has passed. I can't, oh, I wow. can't, my, wow. my spirit wow. is, so yeah. the night, April oh. 21st, yeah. when he passed, yeah. something in me, inside of my body, oh. changed. Ladies and gentlemen, something. we have Prince's baby mama here live. <gasps> Whoa! Hey, what's good? So, the night that he passed away, something inside of me changed. I felt I felt my innards come to my outers. I felt purple rain in my eye drops. And I woke up and the news was on and he had passed. And I ever since then I have been here with Paisley Dan. And we've we've been watching the turmoil unfold. Why can't they leave him alone? It's, it's all very terrible. It's Ladies and gentlemen, terrible. leave him alone. This woman, obviously Michelle Obama's <laughs> older sister. Has uh, been confirmed as Prince's baby's mom. Confirm- confirmed-ish from our friends at cno.com.org.twitter.backspace.blogspot.wordpress. They know, and we know, and we're going to give you the news live. Back to you, Tom. Well, thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Uh, I, I appreciate getting the good old man on the street perspective, but... Uh, looking here, uh, it seems as if we have a poll results, and it looks like most people think that Prince died of a self-inflicted aneurysm. <laughs> and uh, the second most popular result is that uh, Prince died of... Oh, it looks looks here uh, like uh, it was uh, sex with his... Butler, sex mm. with his butler. Mm-hmm. You know, we pass around a sticky note around here to see uh, what the people feel like is Prince's most uh, likely reason of death, and uh, it was anal contusions from sitting too often, too quickly. Well, that that makes perfect sense, and if that was the case, I'd win the office pool. Oh, did you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Tom, 
home knows exactly what Prince died. Prince died. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying what he actually died of. I'm saying if that was the number one answer, I would have won the office pool. We're not just saying that. You you know why he died. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Tom knows why Prince died. Thanks, Tom. Uh, 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 Robert, do you you have anything you want? You you you'd like to you'd like to add in the in the home office? Oh, oh, I wasn't a fan of his music, so I. I guess this is not affecting me. Stone him! Stone him! Dearly beloved. Niggas in Paris. Wipe that scene. I was just about to bring Prince back alive inside Paisley Park. I don't know how to un niggas in Paris. <laughs> no, it was it was gonna be all good, but uh, but I, I just wanted him to be sitting there on his paisley throne, watching the world crumble. Right, right. <laughs> and then he rises on a stallion of heroin and AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> is the Antichrist, as news has told us. So Shia LaBeouf was punched by a stranger who good. says he received apology voicemail from actor. So wait, like, uh, wait what? So Shia- Mario the. Lissato, I don't know how to say the last name, mm-hmm. but like Mario. Uh, Wait, uh, you speak Italian. Oh, uh, Mario Lizzano. <laughs> there, there it is. There Boom, it is. there it is. <laughs> Said that he was assaulted uh, for looking like Shia LaBeouf <laughs> and shared an okay. Instagram photo of himself on the phone with the caption BRB talking to the real Shia. Oh, so Shia LaBeouf left a voicemail for the lookalike mm-hmm. apologizing for. <laughs> for the being the person being... who's worthy of being punched. But somebody punched a guy just because he looked like <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. That's it. That's the story. And then Shia LaBeouf apologized. <laughs> to the lookalike. <laughs> for the lookalike. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry I well, made you know, people want sounds, to punch me. It sounds like this man will never know what responsibility is. <laughs> he punches a guy and the guy that he thought was goes and apologizes for him. Right. I'm and sorry I've him. led such a shitty I'm career. I'm sorry you want to punch me. <laughs> Even Stevens was all me. Yeah, I did the iRobot thing. <laughs> I made Will Smith have to talk to me in iRobot. This is for that Holes movie. <laughs> there was also a story not long ago where a guy got arrested for he had rented Freddy Got Fingered back when <laughs> Blockbusters okay. existed. Okay. This, so this is like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he forgot to return it. He never returned it. No. And then, and so the fines accrued. Uh, blockbusters obviously go out of business. Yeah, like a month or two ago, he got pulled over, oh and they gosh. go, "Um, there's a warrant out for your arrest." Oh my god! He got arrested because he never returned to this videotape <laughs> to a defunct to a defunct movie company. But, uh, uh, Freddy got the finger. Also, he rented Freddy got finger. I mean, that's what the worst shame. part about it. What shame he feels in prison. Not Everybody even like knows. Redemption or some really good movie. It's Freddy got finger. <laughs> but so Tom Green like contacted the guys like, "I'll pay for your bills." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, why? Why is that? Why is that on? Why is that a responsibility for Tom Green and Shia right. LaBeouf? He knows what he did. Well, Tom, Tom Green just wants some reason for right. people to know who he is. Right. Still, I saw Freddie got fingered. He knows what he did. <laughs> that's what, listen, that's my fault. I completely misled you. You probably thought it was Drop Dead Fred you were renting. Oh, or, or, or one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Right, well, some yeah. other Fred-based comedy. Yeah. He probably thought he was renting something else. Realized it was Freddie got figured. It was just pissed off about it. It's like, Too you know ashamed what? to come I'm back. I'm gonna throw it away. <laughs> yeah. He just burned it. Away. <laughs> he had a I'm gonna the make world the world a better place. <laughs> yeah. 
Let me just has really terrible taste in movies, guys. He's just, no, I won't oh. believe it. Shia yeah. LaBeouf has. A, I haven't watched any of his movies for a long time, but I know on Netflix when I when I searched for some reason, yeah. I searched Shia LaBeouf, and I saw like three movies that all looked intense as fuck. There's one about a nymphomaniac. Two. Yeah. Oh, a nymphomaniac. Oh, yeah, the nympho movies. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they're called, apparently. Where there's uh, actual sex happening. And then there's uh, the 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 uh, Lawless with him and the guy yeah. from uh, How- Hardy. Inception. Tom oh, Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like him. Tom well, it seems like awesome. he, um, it's a far cry from even Steven's guy. Mm-hmm. He's really <laughs> trying to get him. Maybe that's why somebody punched him. Why do, I don't know why. Well, here's the thing is that Shia LaBeouf has never been a bad actor. No? Right. No, like, he's no. always been very good, in my opinion. Absolutely. Like, I remember, does, does anyone remember True True Lies or whatever? Or true, not True Lies. That's, 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 that's so <laughs> not what I'm talking about. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was this movie they did where he played a mentally impaired uh, young guy in, in the, uh, it was a Disney movie. Um, and he had, a, 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 I want to say he had autism, maybe. Sure. And okay. he, was, he was on the autistic uh, spectrum. Someone please look, what was this movie called? No, wait, um, keep going. I'll look it up. Keep Going. Anyways, it was this Disney movie, and he was it was like his first um, thing after Even Stevens. It was a very serious movie, and okay. he was really, really good in it. Mm-hmm. And he he's done numerous things, like especially before his like downfall, so to speak. Yeah, where, like he had really good movies. Um, he had that one uh, where he uh, where the artificial intelligence is taking over. Um, I robot. No, Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye. Oh, Eagle, Eagle Eye. You're right. Eye. That's, yeah, yeah. And it was really, he was really good in that movie. He's got a few robots taking over movies. He's, yeah, he's got a He thing. is the robot. He is the True robot. Confessions. There true Confessions. Not True Lies. You know, also, the what's weird, I've noticed in the last two years, um, being young and stupid, I see that there's a, there's a fetishization of Shia LaBeouf. Like, there was a, I don't know if you guys there was like a play oh yeah the right of like all Shia LaBeouf characters no one saw it. there's a little musical yeah of, it was a, it was, a bunch it, it was, of people it with was like, amazing it was beautiful <laughs> seriously I watched it 12 times oh you did I did watch did you, it a bunch of times it was amazing it like, they, uh, I don't want to ruin the whole thing there's a bunch yeah. of people dancing with like big like, paper mache Shia LaBeouf heads yeah like Lion King type shit yeah it was amazing yeah. is that different than the Rob Cantor song no it's the no. Rob Cantor song it is the Rob Cantor yeah. song yeah 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 it was it was dope but and like people like are like it'll every couple of months or years or whatever it like picks back up. Yeah, someone will be like, "Hey, have you seen this?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to your point, though, I feel like we as society, like we do, we get obsessed with like this the. So what you're saying is like the fetishization of Shia LaBeouf. Like we love self sabotage. Yeah. Like we oh, love it's the Schadenfreude, and it's gross. Yeah. I mean, one of the most yeah, successful yeah. TV shows this year was OJ Simpson versus the People, or right. the People versus OJ yeah. Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love watching someone fall from grace. It's theoretically but, because it was so well done, but it wasn't. It was. You know, <laughs> you know, it was really it was well, done, well done. The people love, and it's kind of weird if you think about it. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love Game of Thrones. Mm, Game yeah. of Thrones is a wonderful show. Yeah. Really nice acting. Yeah, really well, nice sex well scenes. <laughs> and it's really nice for a Sunday evening. And, uh, but but like if you think about the storyline and like what's going on, mm-hmm. these people are horribly mistreated. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's like just just you know the downtrodden women of, of like all time. Like, Everywhere. Prostitutes are there. Right. Women are usually used for objects. Mm-hmm. They're sex beaten. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sex abuse. There's yeah. a lot of uh, just horrible and then class issues and all of that. So people are just obsessed with this kind of stuff. I think right. we've got to a point as a society where it's like we just want to see how far we can take things right mm-hmm. and i think i mean I'm, I'm on the train too so i don't yeah. know i don't know i don't know what to do about it you guys <laughs> <laughs> i have a problem well i mean it's true because like i love 
you know, you're talking about Game of Thrones. I love House of Cards. For yeah. me, oh, yeah. House of Cards is all about how bad is it going to get? Yeah. You know, like, just how, like, you know, how awful are their lives <laughs> going to get? How awful will these people be to each other? All that stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think television's been trending in that way for a long time. I mean, yeah. you look at Sopranos. Right. You look at Breaking Bad. Or like I mean, all Conan all, the Barbarian from way back yeah, when. Yeah, like, I mean, Hill Street Blues. Yeah, like, I mean, right. you go Star back. Blues. I mean, that's the way television's been trending yeah. for a long time. Homicide: Life on the Street right. was yeah. an amazing television show, but it just got worse and worse and right. worse for every character mm-hmm. on that right. show. Yeah. Slowly, and like when you think about the movies that really, I mean, the move, the stories. Like, I, the thing I think people also like, right, when this trending toward uh, the fall from grace, you know, it goes hand in hand. With like a love of stories, right? People just love to hear a good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a part of that also was like, what are the stories that never get told, right? Yeah. And how bad are they? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like it's like you're looking yeah. through a peephole, right? So like you see Game of Thrones and you're like, I'm not really, like I wouldn't have ever known, right? Like I would never have been in the room mm-hmm. with this torturous sociopath. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but now I get to watch, right? Now yeah. I get to see what they're gonna do, and you're getting goosebumps. You're like, oh, it's gross. And at some point, you walk away from the TV you're leaving on or your laptop. That you're leaving on, and you know you're gonna come back to it, and you know you're probably gonna slow it down because you missed a spot, you're in the bathroom, you're gonna pass pause and come back and see the grossness that happened because you do want to know the whole story, whether you like it or not. You know, like there's just a real yeah. desire to like have that information, and I wouldn't say feed off of it, right? I'm not saying everyone's a pervert, right? Right? Like I think, but I think even at the base level, it's like I want to know that story. Is like I just want to know. I just want to know if Prince did do a thousand pounds of cocaine on a unicorn eating hot dogs. With his armpit. Like, Guess I want to know. He did. He's got enough money. <laughs> we you know good? what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are good. Yeah. Boom, boom. Coming soon to theaters. Summer 2016. One man. One woman. One question mark. Uh, hi, Lois. I was just thinking maybe... Well, I don't know that we could do a little funny business under the bleachers. In a town where bleachers were known as volcanic eruption goddesses, one man finds his soul underneath the bleachers with question mark? Um, Ernie, could you please not put your hands there or there or there? Just cut your hands off for a little bit because no one's watching and I'm really tired of your fingertips. In a town where... (laughs) Where the speed limit is 50, but the teens are going even faster. (laughs) They travel down a dirt road to find salvation. Well, I don't know, Lois. I I would would cut my my hands off for you, but I've got a lot of homework to do tonight. (laughs) Oh, no. Can they be saved? Stay tuned. At the end of the preview, make sure you go to the lobby and buy some popcorn. There will be a free... Dad, I really enjoyed watching that preview. Thanks for letting me. Even though it was a restricted one, I felt like I was staring into the abyss. But then when I looked away, I felt like my soul was still with me. Yeah, well, you gotta grow up sometime. Okay, I know that when I took my my first son to the movies, (laughs) I used to be very careful about what he watched, and he died anyway. Yeah, he did. You do what you want. Thanks. Okay. I, f- I feel like my soul is getting mildly corrupted, but I'm still glad that it's my own. Are you hungry? Let's go out to the snack bar. There's a free something. I don't know what, but we'll find out. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry, dude. You look a lot like my first husband. What so. the fuck, man? <laughs> hey, hey, man. Oh, my bad. Hey, Agnes, could you not 
Sorry, dude. It's my fault. Oh I was kind God, of a bitch like before. A I just, I just we look so alike. We look so oh alike. Oh, my God. You look like my dad. Here's the thing. I look a lot like your dad. Everyone's right. Okay? And that's my fault. Oh. And uh, I shouldn't have been an asshole to Agnes way back when. And uh, also, I'll be honest here. I killed your first son. So <gasps> here's 16 bucks. My bad. I'm going to go fuck? back. Wait, $16 is going to make us even? Listen. I mean, you can get like, I don't a have full time meal. That's a Yeah, that's two. pretty good, full, dad. I just got meal. punched. Uh, yeah, uh, with 16 bucks, again. you can get like three popcorns, okay? So, what do we, I don't need a third popcorn. I only have me you and know what, one dad? son. Well, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> about fucking time. You can't yeah. be in a pussy about all this. <laughs> Yo, you, know, you are so right. Do you want to be my new son? I do. <laughs> fuck you, other guy. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, so other guy, uh, uh, what are you I doing later? <laughs> I mean, you know, we got we got all this money now. Sixteen dollars? Hey, <laughs> You're using me for my sixteen dollars? No, baby, no. Come on, now. I mean, we're, yeah, we're in the movie theater. Let's uh, let's let's make a day out of it. Hey, hey, hey I see you just got sixteen dollars. I mean, I'm gonna eat that. I, I'm robbing you. The f- <sighs> God damn it! Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I worked janitor duty today. This is the best lobby scene I've ever seen. You guys are doing great. I gotta go. I feel really bad for you, Help sir. Help me! No, 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 no. I just gotta watch it. What I'm pulling you... my phone. And, no, um, intervene. Don't just observe it. I'm gonna get like 300 likes on you, face. What? Don't just do that to get likes. Help so, me. I'm a person. Um, I- I'm gonna keep robbing you here. Hey, hey sir, you should pee on him. You know what? Why not? What? Wait, don't, don't, don't. Fuck. No, really? Be Coming soon to theaters, summer 2017, the movie theaters. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> <Make> in <us a> Paris. <laughs> That's all the swipes. That was good. Well done, you guys. Hey. That was weird. If you guys wake up ever blacked up, you should... Uh, Think about coming to the uh, Blackout Improv uh, auditions. Oh, you got it. If you wake up blacked up or blacked in, blacked out. Has that happened in a movie? As some person woke up. You know what's cool? Well, uh, Soul Man, right? Soul Man. Oh, no, no. Soul no, Man no. was blackface, wasn't it? It was straight up oh, black. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, fucking yeah. blackface. Yeah, you know, like I don't know that movie. Yeah. 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 Although there was another Soul Man that starred uh, Samuel L. Jackson and, oh, a guy who died. I can't remember his name. Samuel Jackson and uh, Bernie Mac. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, another Soul Man a few years later. Uh, but here's a fun thing. It was the um, the black like me. Um, let me think here. So there was the uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Sure. It was yep. the book right from way back when. And then uh, years later, someone did a thing called Black Like Me, where yeah. it was a white dude, went out in blackface into the world, mm-hmm. and um, and like journaled what happened and, and put it in a newspaper. And then Eddie Murphy did that. Eddie Murphy did yeah. a white like me. You, you, you see this? You hear about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. I thought it was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Like I remember being, I, I must have been like eight, but I was like, oh, man. Like, it had the same feeling, too, of, like, yeah. I just want to know. I just want to be in the room. Because every yeah. time I go into a room, obviously, inherently, it's no longer a room full of white people, right? right. Like, it's inherently right. got yeah. a black person there now. Yeah. Um, but I had the same sort of, like, I just want to know what's happening, looking through the keyhole feeling of, like, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy got to sit there and see what people say to people who they think are like them. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, there is that whole, you know, just to kind of piggyback I'm yeah, do I was it. saying like the F-bomb I need to say that <laughs> um, but to piggyback like we talked about this at one show just like Nina, the Nina Simone oh, movie yeah, that came yeah. out yeah, like yeah. a black person doing blackface Oof. and that kind of blew a lot of white people for like it's like well she's black already you're just making her darker and it's yeah. like 
no. Right. Uh, but um, so the idea is, you know, she uh, right. Zoe Saldana. I think yeah, Zoe Saldana. 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 Yeah. She, um, she's not Italian. She um, she <laughs> yeah. is a dark woman. Uh, she's she's black she's and black. Um, she's she has more of a European features. Like she's got the small yeah. nose and the straight hair. And, and she's a really good actor. Clothes. She's mm-hmm. a great fabulous actor. actor. Yeah. She's great. amazing. Great. Um, Usually plays green people or blue people. She <laughs> she does well, and and she's also uh, yeah, she's done a lot of stuff, and right. she's really good. She's, she's very very, very talented. Yeah. But when we have somebody like Nina Simone who was an activist and had to fight to be who a she is a dark woman. a very dark she woman was, with the wide nose and, with and, the and it was a thing it was right. a with her. thing it was right. like intentional thi- yeah it, right very yeah. much so and so they had to change Zoe to look like her yeah. right. when they could have casted right. someone that already looked like Man. her that is just so as talented people. as Zoe right. because right, there right. are several other people so that could have done that role and uh-huh. so the the idea was like when you have a bunch of white people or people that are not of color in a room they don't think about that stuff they think right. about the big names and the right. money as opposed right. to the actual do. story right. and the actual activist and the woman well uh what, what's the what's the redhead uh in hollywood that was cast as a half asian woman oh, oh uh scarlett, scarlett johansson uh, uh in ghost in the shell right uh because that just happened that <laughs> there was a whole bunch of stuff that just happened there, with... there was uh it was the hawaiian movie oh oh, oh uh, uh, about jennifer lawrence i think no uh, emma. Uh, emma emma stone stone emma stone emma what stone. i don't yeah, even know this yes. movie yeah yep. go ahead i heard about that too uh yeah <laughs> emma stone was cast as someone who in the book was either half or a quarter chi- Chinese mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like was from the island yeah. and, and stuff like that. But like in the, in the book it played that she, you know, generally passed as white, as white. Yeah. So they just cast a white woman. A white, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and it was like, That's she's not, not white. Right, she's right, still right. not white. Yeah, I right. mean, generally passed doesn't right. mean is white. Yeah. Right. I think there's the, the this crazy and I actually had a big fight with my brothers about this a few years ago. But like the the thing, right? And and on the one side, right, obviously everyone could think of a thousand reasons as to why um Hollywood would try to to shy, attempt to shy away from uh, white criti- critics who mm-hmm. are arguably scarier, right? Who are like, mm-hmm. You guys did Hunger Games and there was a little black girl in there and that was bullshit. And they're like, nah, but in the book, she had kinky hair and dark skin. Yeah, but you could have just got a white girl who had thick hair and maybe um, had some chocolate in her mouth. I don't know. <laughs> right? But like, or like fucking when Spider-Man is ever, it's ever discussed, there's going to be a Spider-Man movie with a black person, like with Donald Glover, who looks like fucking Spider-Man, right? Just yeah. a skinny, big-chested black dude. Yeah. Uh, big-chested. For a skinny guy. Yeah. Um, was like, you know what? I'm a nerd and I can play Spider-Man. Yeah. have got death threats as he just tweeted it as like an idea. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I think they were trying to shy away from all that stuff. I'm not trying to yell some. I'm getting heated. No, it's, but I think, it's fine. This is a, it's frustrating. Yeah. And there's like, there's a, there's a, there's, there's a fear of one, um, how many white folks are going to piss off? Right. And two, uh, how do we go for the safest possible non-white route? Right. Like Will Smith, became yeah. that immediately, right? right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. Denzel Washington just recently became that and then worked his way out of it because he was like, nah, I'm still black, right? Yeah. And they were like, you know what, Denzel, you're doing a great job in training day. You're playing a really terrifying guy. You know what I mean? Remember the Titans was inspiring. It was exciting. But mm-hmm. training day, you really, when you said my N-word, <laughs> I mean my N-word, you did a great job. <laughs> you know? That's an Oscar. You know what I mean? And it's like, he's been around for 20 years already. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, there's just, there's five. If you think of, off the top of your head, the people who are in movies who are of color, right? You can think of like maybe 10 
and they're the ones who get the roles, right? Yeah. Zoe Saldana gets the Avatar and the fucking yeah, she gets everything. Guardians of the Galaxy. And she gets, uh, she gets fucking Star Trek. She gets <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy. She right. gets e- literally everything. Right. She's yeah, the black actor to rely on. <clears throat> There's right. so many yeah. qualities that go into it. Like you have to be a certain kind, like amount of attraction. Like, yeah. You can't be like way too attractive. Right. But you have to be like, or you can't be like too dark. Or you can or be too like, attractive and just have to have been agreed upon as like the safe choice. Well, then, like, you're just doing, I mean, for example, Stacey Dash was that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then she started yeah, talking. This is just open the mouth. They were like, well, oh, yeah. not only are you crazy, but you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, if, I feel like if when you're, like, too attractive, then, like, and, and almost really, a, not just black people, but anything, like, like you kind of get, like, you do that thing. You're the pretty person who says the pe- pretty person yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that thing about, for example, Idris uh, Elba, who is a, is a, a fantastic, actor, yeah. fantastic actor, and right. a beautiful, and a beautiful, man. beautiful man. ridiculously yeah. good-looking, yeah. Ridiculous. Human beautiful man. We all empirically oh, agree. God. Yeah, that he is. No, a very, no, no. Oh my like, God! If he gave me an opportunity, I would He's... hold his hand in his butt. I would do yeah. <laughs> whatever he needed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would and still feel very straight. Be like, no, 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 yeah. no. I like women. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you down. <laughs> 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 I'm only attracted to women. All right, I'm I was darling Nikki that. Luther, by the way, oh, just, just real quick, how good is Luther. that? And that's what I'm getting at. Is that like yeah. he's? I mean, he just had this one on Netflix, uh, Beast of No Nation. Like yeah. he's phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but because he's such a beautiful man, and he he for a long time in his career was just. Like cast Pretty. as the beautiful man, right. you know? which is insane because he's so good. Right, he can do anything. Anything. Right. Yep. anything. The um, <laughs> the 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 thing that 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 scares me the most about it is, I mean, uh, I, 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 actually, I guess I already talked about this. What scares me the most about it is the reality that someone like Idris Elba, right, who actually himself hasn't spoken much about the possibility of, for example, of being 007. Yeah, that's come up a lot. Right, but he himself yeah. hasn't said shit, and people do threaten him. Because other people are like, you know who would be pretty good? We can have a black 007. It could be Idris Elba. He's black. He's delicious. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, my, I'd watch my wife through a keyhole or just in person and spunk upon us. I'm done. I'm done with that. But like, people are talking about it and he's people, just doing his job being good. You know, yeah. And they go right. crazy about it. Yeah, no, people are threatened by people of color. It's, well, it's like, I mean, he was right. Heimdall in yeah. Thor and people, I mean, the, he was it. he was the most inconsequential character right. that spoke in that right. film mm-hmm. and people lost their fucking minds. Right. Yeah. It was the same thing that happened when they had the Black Star Wars. The guy in Star Wars. Oh, oh Star Wars. Yeah. I Star, Wars, Star Trek, movie. and I was like, Black John, Star Trek? John B- Boyega? Or Boyega, Boyega, yeah. John Boyega, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, like, was he, by the way, he was great in that movie. He's also now so forever fantastic. known as Black yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, he's fantastic. That's how I'm going to call him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's very nuanced. I anyway. just want to add that Elsa starts all of his rants with the thing is, and then I thought he was going to propose that they should have cast a real monster in the thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're good. We good. We're good. We're good. All right. Uh, the casting call for Malcolm X, uh, A New Generation. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. Thank you today. so much for having me. Yeah, thank, 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 you. thank you. Thanks. Thank Thanks for inviting Shia. Appreciate it. We, we appreciate you uh, getting out here, Shia. We know you've had a rough one. So, um, uh, all right. First, we're going to have Tom Hanks in. Uh, all right. Thank you, Mr. Hanks. Um, Thank you. Now, um, yeah. quick question. Why did your agent send you in specifically for this role? Well, I'm lovable. Malcolm X was a lovable character. 
I feel like there's a lot of romantic comedy <laughs> potential. Uh, I just, I just, I just light up the screen. And you know what? That's why we have you here. Quick question. Quick question from Shia. Um, is it true that Meg Ryan is already cast as Farrakhan? Because if she is, you have to hire me. Yes, Meg Ryan. Yes, Meg Ryan is cast as Farrakhan. Uh, that information is not public yet for um, per, like you know PR reasons. We've got to just be. Thanks, able... Shia. We'll shut up now. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Shia, for being here. We appreciate it. Now, Tom, mm-hmm. we just need you to read just a small paragraph. Oh, sure. All right. Of course. Um, now, in this scene, he is empowering all of his you know righteous black brothers, and um, we just need you to really. Take the bull by the horns with this dialogue. Uh, oh, sure. Really just go all the way. Okay, you got the sides right here? Okay. The side, yes, yes, please. And all right. um, now, now, of course, I'm not a black person, but mm-hmm. I feel like I really get it. And that's why I'm directing this movie. All right, so just really go. Yeah, yeah, so when you're reading this, just imagine that there is just a sea of them in front of you. <laughs> of them? Uh, of, of them, of, of the blacks. Okay. And yes. so just imagine that they're looking to you for encouragement and inspiration and just really feel their struggle. Do you know yes. what I mean by struggle? Like, you know, like it's really... It's probably really yeah. warm. That I had day. to not shave for so long for Castaway. Oh, I get it. So nice. you understand. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to you and that Wilson fellow. It's very similar. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. think about that mm-hmm. and uh, take it away, Tom. Take it away. Yeah. Okay. And just one more thing. Oh, sure. Really keep in mind that Farrakhan is really playing a part in your psyche right now. And mm-hmm. Meg Ryan is really going to bring it home. So she's just gonna keep She's going to be adorable. Just, she's, I mean, yeah, we're okay. thinking Oscars, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, do you want me Oscars. to do a Meg Ryan real quick? Shia? Shia? <laughs> That'll sell tickets. You know that's really this good. I mean, if you could yeah. just like quietly support him from the yes. side, I can do it. Thank you. Thank great. you. We appreciate that, Shy. You're always ready to go. Always, always ready, ready to go. That's why you're here. That's yes, why you're here. that's why you're here. All right, Tom. Tom, Tom. go sure. for it. Tom. Yeah. Welcome, my people. Thank you for gathering. It's so right, we're good. Gonna to we're gonna have stop you. We're gonna stop you. We're gonna stop you. Knock, 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 knock. Door open. So um, that was really good. That was really good. I improvised oh. a little bit. I had to change a couple words. No, that was sure. really good. Uh, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yes, of course. Of knock, course. Knock. Um, uh, uh, pardon everyone. Is is uh is this the the it's casting Idris call? Elba. Yeah, yeah, hello. Oh Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's oh. yeah. Oh. I know. It's true. Please, everyone. I brought oh. towels. Here we go. There oh, we go. thank you. Uh, oh God. So is this is this where we? Uh, this is. Yeah, this, this, is the, this is the audition. Yeah. For, for the, yes. Okay. Oh, I because I, I realized that a like uh, friend. What? I didn't know there was a friend part for Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, well. You know. I, well, Malcolm X's best friend Bob. They went everywhere together, and mm-hmm. I, I think that you would be fabulous for that part. Um, would you mind, actually, would you two read this side together? Uh, this I, oh. is the scene of them oh, at the okay. coffee shop right okay. before the speech. Yes. And uh, so just imagine uh, Idris. Um, yes. Idris. Yeah, Idris. Yeah. Uh, Ediris. Ediris. Is that African? It's actually, uh, it's it's pronounced Epididurus. Can we just call you I for short? Uh, actually, I'd appreciate it if you actually said my whole name. You know, Wonderful, uh, I. So, I. So I. Um, okay. Look here, I. I'm um, Tom. 
I, Tom, could you guys read this side? It's it's pre pre speech, okay. right before yeah. the speech, uh, and just just okay. imagine, like I said, uh, he is about to go speak oh, to a right bunch now. of you folks, okay. and and and, and he is Malcolm X, is that? He is yes, he's Malcolm it's X. A pleasure and, meeting uh, you, Tom. So just imagine, you have to encourage him. Okay. Is Meg here? Is Meg in this scene? Uh, you know, Meg isn't here, but Shia, you could stand in and just and you know you know and just imagine. Do you want that, me to be the the barista? That would be fabulous. Okay. That would be fabulous. So, barista, okay. friend, right, right. Tom, take it away. All right, here we are. Brother Malcolm, we am is so excited for am what you is about to been doing. Okay, I'm going to stop you oh, just right great. there. Just really, quick, just, really quickly, just really quickly. Just really quickly. Just really quickly. You're doing such a great job, Idris. Wonderful job. Oh, I, I. Um, look, <sighs> you look, I'm not a black person. I'm not a black person. I'm sorry. But, yep. but I'm not a black person. You okay. Know, I'm not a black person. I'm but, a black person. I I, I I see it. Yeah. And that is why you're here. Yes. Um. But listen, mm. I feel like you could dig into your culture more. Like really, like just really black it up some. You know, like really sure, go there. Sure. Like me. You know, like like I'm playing. Yeah, of you course. Know, Tom yes. Yes. Is, is so good. <laughs> Play it like me. Okay. Very yeah. similar to Tom. You know what? Here we go. Here All right. Go. I'm ready. Here we go. Hello. Um. I'm here to read for the pod barista Angela Bassett. Oh, here to read Angela. for the barista, Angela. number one. Angela, we. You know, I heard about this movie. I heard about it. And I, wanted, I really want to be a part of it. You know, I really want to be a part of it. And I heard that it's going to be about Malcolm X. Man, I, I just love Malcolm X. I know there isn't. I know there isn't a part for me in this movie, but I really want to be a part of it. So, do you mind if I read for the for the barista? Angela, we would want nothing more than that. Oh, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much. Uh, I have the side already. Do you guys mind if I jump in the scene? Do you mind if I jump in? I, I would. Well, Shia was out. doing a great job. Shia, okay. nice to meet you. My daughter loves your work. Thanks. Uh, yeah, let's let's go for it. Let's do this. Um, excuse me, barista. Can I get some cream? This coffee is way too black. No. <laughs> Sorry. Who do you think? <laughs> Please give Malcolm his coffee. He needed for to speak for M. We are so excited for M. Him to be here. We are so glad for your light skin, my brother. You know, can we switch this to a green tea? Actually. <laughs> It's a lot healthier. Green tea is for motherfuckers, and that's what you are, you motherfucker. You motherfucker, you ruined my life. Get your hand and get him a green tea. I will put my hand in his pocket. Can I get anything for you, sir? Well, yes, sister. I would be honored if I could have your hand in marriage. You know, every once in a while I feel like I gotta, like I gotta, like I gotta put my hand inside of your hand, baby. And we can walk together in the sunset. I thought you could take me away from this world. Take me away from this world of coffee and bring me into the world of love. Love and sunshine. Okay, time out. This is not at all how barista is supposed to be played. I'm sorry. Shia, you will sit down and shut your mouth. Shia, shut the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Okay. Now, I just want to say, I think I speak for everyone behind the table when I think everyone here is cast. Yes. I already knew it, but thank, thank you. you. Uh, I'm just honored to uh, have been black in here. Thank you very much for this opportunity for my negrosity to now, expose itself to you. Now, let's talk about pay. Um, Tom, obviously, obviously, $50 million. Sure. I've, I mean, At I'll least. take a pay cut for this. It's a very, very powerful least. message. At the very least. Um, but Angela and Idris, uh, I, I, um, we know, talk. we know. Like, I'm no, black, so I get half. She's a woman, so she gets half of that. It's understood. Um, uh, Angela, do you want to burn this bitch down? No, let's burn it down. <laughs> Niggas in Paris. Next <laughs> 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 
And that's our show. Thank you to Blackout Improv. Thank you to... Yeah. I'll say Bruno. Corey LaQuest Pullum. Joy Dolo. And John G. And Andy Hillbrands, but they're not here, but I'm saying their names. Thank that's you. That's right. So fuck them. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, but thank you to those guys, too. They're uh, they're awesome. You can see Blackout Improv coming up at Huge Theater. Tell us when. So we have a run coming up for the next two months, uh, May and June. And the very first day is the very first Saturday night of May, which is May 6th at 10.30 p.m. Which so was two you, days yeah, ago. You just missed the first show. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the the show is going to be May and June at 10.30 p.m. at Huge Theater in Uptown every single Saturday night. So please come out and support that. And at the end of the summer, uh, on the very last Saturday night of July, we will be having a show at the Brave New Workshop ETC stage, actually. Awesome. Um, details to come. Yes, details to come. But that's going to be on the last Saturday of, of July. So please be looking out for more information. And if for some reason you can't make it to all of those thousands of shows, we still are holding it down at Phoenix Theater every third Friday, 1030. Bring a friend. Hang out with us afterwards. We'd love to see you. Bring everybody. And if you feel like you want to be a part of anything with us forever and part of this black summer world that's right <laughs> get get thee to our auditions auditions june 6th in one month. at 6 p.m just check in on our facebook all the information will be there thank you and, so much and the uh the facebook is blackout improv that's right facebook.com slash blackout blackout improv blackout improv uh also people can go to uh noisepicnic.com to check out your podcast, podcast that was yeah. recorded live a few months back uh, if they want to get a little bit of a taste of what what is to come yeah and the entire group too all of us were there so yeah. be nice that's right <laughs> um, yeah. and boy does that sound good on that. <laughs> our sound mm. engineer sound yeah. guy it was on point it was an Idris Elba of sound engineers oh, yeah. I blew him uh, through half of the performance so <laughs> and we that's what pizza, that is like yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. right appeared. the dominoes were just going by and they were like you know what that sounds amazing here's yeah. this <laughs> that goddamn dominoes yeah. <laughs> by the way that's huge theater 3037 Lindale Avenue South in Minneapolis go to hugetheater.com for more information about the show and many others coming up at Huge. Philip, what's going on with you? You can see me at Huge Theater, uh, Huge Wednesdays. One of my groups, Shivin' Me Kittens, is doing our mom yeah. this <laughs> month for, right. for Mother's Day. We're having improvisers who are also mothers yeah. uh, tell some stories. Do you have the names of who's doing that? Or can you not release it yet? It's pretty certain. Uh, it's going to be Emily Erickson. <laughs> Jen Scott, yes. yeah, Rita Borisma, yeah, oh, yeah, and Katie Kessler. Awesome, right. um, those are four awesome the people. Chance of, of at least one of those switching, but that's the cast right now. Okay, Jen Scott, yeah, oh, they're they're all phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, check that out and uh, three other groups every Wednesday in May at Huge Theater. That's right. And then this month's uh, local music scene guest on the 30th Memorial Day will be Eric Ostrom. That's hey, right. So check All right. Out. I love local music scene. Go check out their stuff. They're really funny. They are. And uh, let's see, since you didn't ask me, I'm going to just tell you fucking hey, anyway. Hey, hey, no, guys, no, it's okay. It's, it's his job. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't I work here, Phil. I have never asked you. Uh, <laughs> I have never asked you. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Never you cared. Go. Yeah. I think he's trying to tell you something, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I want to be asked. Maybe I want to be pampered sometimes, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Matt, you up to anything? Yeah, I am actually. Coming up at the uh, towards the end of May... 
Uh, I'm going to be going to Omaha with one of the groups that I coach, Mixed Messages, for the Omaha Improv Festival. So if you happen to be in Omaha, and I know some of our listeners are, come out and check us out at one of the venues. I can't remember which one, but it'll be fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska. Yeah. That's an eight. Um, that That's what it is? N-E? Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then in June and July, I'll be on Huge Wednesdays with this year's Troika winners, the Sultans of Silly. That's right. So, Philip, tell, tell the people at home how they can get a hold of us. They can send us an email to nextatbatpodcast at gmail.com, like us on facebook.com slash nextatbat, and like us and other amazing podcasts on noisepicnic.com. Go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, rate and review it, let us know what you think. And tune in next week when we're going to have Dr. Vino <laughs> on. I'm down. That sounds and, great. That sounds and and great until then, as always, niggas in Paris. <laughs> 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 <laughs>